Live from Hale Pavilion, welcome to another episode of Waj with a loud, wild, crazy crowd of two people. Episode two coming at you, here we go. Live, loud, and crazy. <laughs> Hello, Wahoo fans. Welcome in to another episode of Wash. We're still on the air, believe it or not, after last week. Welcome in. What's happening, Dalt? Hey, we got uh, the first domino has fallen, finally. MLB free agency. It's uh, only been day uh, 98. I'd rather have Panda Watch over uh, MLB Watch. But uh, no, we got, we got the first one down, finally. Manny Machado is a Padre, which still sounds incredibly weird. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of the last big guy since one of the Giles brothers. Maybe a little Ryan Klesko, who knows? Phil Nevin. Yeah. Hey, shout out Phil Nevin. Shout out Phil But um, no, I mean, uh, honestly, I love it. 10 years, 300 million. Yeah. Keep getting them checks, honestly. Anyone that has, says anything about the contract, no. I, I absolutely love it. Like, I, the fact that he waited for it and whatever, it's, don't blame the player. Do not blame the player that, that he's. Getting this money that it took that long, it's not the player's fault. This is a broken system right now. We already talked about that a little bit on episode one, but we talked about how it's a broken, broken system. But the player, get your money. Honestly, go get, the, go get your money. I'm sick of seeing these guys that are established big leaguers that are gold glove caliber guys signing minor league contracts with a, hey, here's, here's your uh, invite to spring training. Like, tip, tip the hat to you. No. If you're Manny Machado, wait for it. Get your 300 mil. That, that's a thousand percent fine by me. And the fact that it's the Padres, I almost love it even more, to be honest with you. I mean, if any team is going to do something like that with a 10-year, $300 million, that might not be a, a Yankees, a Red Sox, someone that right away you think World Series. It needs to be someone like the Padres because they, they went out and they got a 26-year-old. They're a young team. You can still build, still, still try to start winning now, but still stay young. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. No, I, th- I think it was a great move by the Padres. Um, obviously, one of the most beautiful cities in the, in the country. It's a great, it's a great ballpark. Um, the NL West is a popping division. Is a, they're always great competition in there. And with that, with that addition of Manny Machado now for that $300 million 10-year deal, um, that 3-4-5 in that lineup is a legit 3-4-5 with Hosmer, Will Myers, now you, you sprinkle in Manny Machado, you got Renfro, uh, you got Ian Kinsler now probably going to lead off for you. I mean, that's a very competitive mm-hmm. five guys right there with a great bullpen and the number one ranked uh, minor league farm system in all of baseball. So for like you were just alluding to, you know, with Manny Machado going in there, being only 26, they have the wiggle room to compete now, kind of make it interesting, have some buzz in the ball club and, and buzz in the city. But they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. They're probably a couple players away. And uh, if they're willing to pay $300 million, they're, they're not done. What I, love, what I love about it, too, is with it being the San Diego Padres, he can be the face of San Diego now. The Chargers are gone. They're playing at a soccer stadium in L.A. I mean, they're gone. There's no NBA team there. Uh, the team now in San Diego can be the Padres. That can be an attraction. And right now, honestly, when you go to a game – in San Diego, sometimes it turns into San Francisco West. When, whenever they play the Giants, there's a lot of the times more Giants fans than Padres fans. For, for the Padres, that can start to flip now. You get that face of the franchise. You get that superstar. Now you're, you have a reason to go to the games. You know what I mean? If you have 
a Billy Baseball playing second base and, and hitting 240, maybe seven home runs for three straight years, I get why there might be more fans from another team. You get that guy that you know every day, he might come out, he might make a gold glove play at third base, he might hit a bomb, um, he might do anything, you know what I mean? He might, he might step on a guy at first base, he might, he might not hustle, whatever, who cares? He's very, very likely not to hustle. Yeah, but, but he's going to make <laughs> you want to go to the game, Absolutely. Right? No, he's a name that you, you, he makes you talk, like we talked about last week with Harper. That's right. He's one of the bigger personalities in the game. He plays with a lot of flash, a lot of flair, mm-hmm. but he's got so much talent and so much pop. I mean, he's just so fun to watch in the batter's box, so smooth. Yeah. So a lot of times those guys, too, yes, he's done a couple of very questionable things in last year's playoff run, but he's one of those effortless, effortless baseball players. Like, everything he does is smooth. He's easy, you know, easy to cheer for. If, that, if he's playing for your team, I'm sure. Probably a guy that you probably hate to play against, and He's gotten into a few scuffles over the years, <laughs> but I'm sure the Padres fans are really excited to have a guy of that stature back in, in their organization. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to pay someone to uh, live and play baseball $300 million in San Diego? Sign me up. Yeah. It's simple as that. You know, I mean, you know, people might say the Padres, really, with him, that, okay, why? You know what I mean? Why not, why not take less to, to go to the Yankees or, or this or that? No, get your get your money. Get your money live in live in San Diego. Get money, get paid. Yeah, hundred percent. Straight cash, homie. Straight. Get out there. No, <laughs> I, I love it though. I so I'm that. I'm happy that we finally uh, right now it's February twenty fourth. It, it happened a, you know a few days ago officially, but now we finally have that first huge 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 name off the board. We're still waiting for one right now. That could literally happen in Bryce Harper while we're recording this right now. Right. It could happen tomorrow. It could happen the next day. Who knows? I'm sick of the language of it's heating up. They're at the crossroads. It's escalating. Oh. Harper's wearing a red shirt. He's yeah. with the Phillies. It's exactly. Happening. His trainer has a little orange on there. He might be going to the Giants. Oh, no. I'm just, just pick a damn team. Yeah, just pick a team, bro. I mean, honestly, like I just I want it to be done with just because of I'm sick of seeing every uh, baseball writer on Twitter with, with the language. Just... Yeah. Just have it be done. Let's spring training's underway. It's supposed to be exciting for baseball now. Yes. We we have the exciting of Machado to the Padres. Now let's get Harper to somewhere. Right. <laughs> so simple as that. You know, but I mean, you know, we're still kinda waiting for baseball. Baseball season has started up spring training wise. You got your number eighty nines, your number seventy twos out there in left field. Yeah. Good for them. But you know, the real thing that's going on right now too that obviously Everyone's talking about we're getting more towards that stretch run of basketball now. 20-something games left, starting with the playoffs. And, I mean, something that I think that we both love here in the North Bay is seeing kind of maybe the start of a Kings-Warriors rivalry. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think it's a great thing for NorCal, a great thing for the Bay Area. And the Kings have been giving the Warriors everything they can get this entire year. Every yeah. game's been down to the wire. Um, Buddy Hill and the, and the boys over there in Sacramento, they got it rocking in there and it's not they match up well with the Warriors. That would definitely be a really, really exciting and a great thing for not only the NBA, but like I said, the Bay Area to have the Kings be relevant again because we grew up with the with it being the reverse role oh, yeah. of the Kings being, you know, the the, the, the the Bay's best team and possibly always going to a championship, playing the Lakers in the conference finals. That was so much fun to watch. Sacramento Queens. <laughs> but I really think that they as Shaq would call them, but I really think that this is definitely something that it's going to be talked about for a long time. I think the Kings are on the rise, man. No, you know, and uh, actually over at NBC Sports Bay Area, our own Monty Poole, he wrote about this the, the day of uh, the last contest between the Kings and the Warriors as far as 
if if any fan base right now can relate to the Kings uh, as an up and coming team that's really gone through, you know, it's they're on a twelve season drought from the playoffs. It should be the Warriors fans, honestly. Like, oh, yeah. just like you were talking about right there, where when we were growing up, it was the reverse, right? Here, when, when I'm bored, sometimes I still put on a freaking white shot or Jason Williams highlight. You know, it's fun. You you think about the Mike Bibbies, the Doug Christies, the Chris Webbers, all these. Different guys that were studs. It was, Asia, it was oh yeah, from further. <laughs> it's fun, you know. Like that, that, that was a great time around here for sure. If you were a Sacramento fan, you were loving it. If you were a Warriors fan, you were thinking that Larry Hughes was going to be the answer to all our problems. Adonis Foyle, Eric Dampier. You know, I mean, we believe. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. No, like those were our guys, and and those, and those you know, people might call them the true Warriors fans. Right. That stuck it out through all those years. And now they're here for the Stephs, the Clays, the Katies and stuff. But, I mean, I, I understand if Kings fans, if they're hating on the Warriors, just like anybody else. Whatever. I mean, that's fine. Do you do you. Like, everyone hates who, who's at the top in any sport. But there's no reason for Warriors fans to be hating on Kings. There's honestly not. Like, you should want, you should want them to be good. I mean, if, when you play them, you want to beat them. Yeah. But, honestly, against anyone else, I'm rooting for them. I mean, and I'm guessing that you are too. Yeah, no, I'm definitely rooting for the Kings. I think it's great. And, um, you know, Kings fans, like you were saying, Monty Poole was saying it as well for NBC Sports. Uh, if anyone's going to agree with it, it's going to definitely be the Warriors fans. They went through such a drought mm-hmm. from playoffs, even competitive teams. That, that stadium, with the Oracle would not even be half full um, in those years. But the loyal fans, they kept coming and they kept believing. That's why they started that whole trademark when Baron Davis and those guys made that run. And then from that one run of being in at an eight seed, like the Kings are t- – currently in the 8, 9, 10 area, if you get in and make some noise, that starts to build. And that momentum starts to build. Your fans start to believe. Your front office does. And then that leads you into making some losing free agency, which I think the Kings, who knows? If they make the playoff this year, they could definitely start to make some noise. And that would be a real team to be reckoned with in the West. Well, that's what you're saying as far as, you know, you're kind of building that, right? I mean, there has to come a point where a team, a franchise, players, they just get sick of losing. I, 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 we get sick of losing after a few games. You know, I mean, I, I remember I, my senior year of college, we, I think we lost five games in a row. It was the first time that I've, I've ever dealt with a losing streak like that. If you go year after year after year, a fan base, uh, the players, the coaches, it's got to be tough, honestly. Oh, yeah, dude, it gets tough. Like, you know, the, the age-old saying is I hate losing more than I love winning. 100%. Right? That losing, is just, it just brings a funk around your organization. It just, it's just a bad energy. And, you know, if you want to have a winning tradition, you got to start making some noise and, and start making some moves. And the Kings have definitely gone, gone young. They brought a couple of old guys in to kind of show these younger players the way of the game. Um, and now they're starting to really believe in themselves. And Buddy Heal and some of these younger players are really starting to develop. And they're really starting to, to compete with some of the best teams in the, in not only in the West, but in the, in the NBA. Yeah, and this is the time to do it. Like, I'm sure that they have tanked or whatever in the past. They don't have a first-round draft pick this year. So there's the incentive already to win, which is great. I mean, of course, they, you would want a first-round draft pick. I'm sure that the, that the fans wish that they had a first-round draft pick. But now is the time to actually go for it. And they are going for it. They're, at, they're not just sitting back saying, hey, we're going to try our best or whatever. They have the young guys with De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Heald, uh, Bogdanovich, all these different guys. But then they still went out at the, at the deadline and went out and got a, a Harry B, good old Harrison Barnes back in uh, NorCal for sure. You know, they went for it a little bit. They added uh, old man Corey Brewer, who uh, he literally came off the streets freaking playing at, at your hometown YMCA, come out and they'll, and they'll D you up for, for 90 feet. Right. Someone like that that you can have 
like you, like you said, showing the young guys guys the way. Yeah, and a couple guys, and, and Harrison Barnes being a, a, an NBA champion. As he's well. won before. He's right? won before, and he's still young enough to relate. Like we talked about last week, I watched episode one. Check it out, Spotify, iTunes. But <laughs> when we talked about having a young manager uh, in baseball, you yeah. also can do that with having an older player relating to a younger player for in sure. the NBA or in any sport. It just helps so much for someone you look up to and respect. And when you're young, you don't know the ways of the game. You you just you you listen to your peers and your coaches. Yeah. So. The Kings doing that was definitely, definitely a good move. One of the interesting things I thought from the last game that the Warriors played the Kings were they barely beat them again, last second shot. And like you were saying, it was like another game that was so close. And they beat them all four times this year, not once by more than five points. You know, And Kevin Durant, after the game, he said, I think that that was the fourth time that we should have lost them, honestly. You know, and, and that has to be – it's almost like a backhanded compliment where yeah. you're kind of like, okay, well, you didn't. Like, if, if I'm on the Kings, I'm kind of, <laughs> if I'm on the Kings, I'm kind of like, thanks, but – Thanks, but you still beat us. Sick. One point, 100 points, it still hurts. It's still still lost. Like, yeah, I'm not pumped about no. that. But, I mean, I still think that he had the best intentions with it. Totally. You know, and, yeah. and, and <clears throat> like, that's honestly probably from an NBA Finals MVP, from a champion to a young team, that's about the best compliment that you can give them. You yeah. know, like saying that, hey – we beat them probably because we just have – it's not even so much the star power. We have a little more experience in those kind of games. In those super close games, uh, look, sure, does it, have, does it help to have Kevin Durant? Five gold medalists in your starting lineup. It definitely It helps. It helps. It doesn't <laughs> hurt. It doesn't hurt. doesn't hurt. But, uh, just a little bit. But as far as the experience goes, like, that's probably the biggest thing too. You know, you know what yes. I mean? As far as those, those close, tight-knit games at the end of the games – yeah, like maybe the Warriors should have lost those games, but maybe next year, the year after, the Kings are the other ones. They're the closest. In that same, yeah, in that same situation, yeah. now they know how to overcome that that hump. And, and the Warriors Kings are not yet a rivalry, but that matchup really starts to matter on the schedule. Yeah, oh for that's sure. Definitely not a. That's not a pushover. That's not a. That's not a for sure win where you rest guys. That's now for time from time to come. Now that's definitely a hey, mark it on your calendar, watch it. And you're going to see some, some intense basketball for four quarters. Yeah, I think what's cool is <clears throat> we don't know how long this whole Warriors group is going to be f- together forever. Obviously, Kevin Durant is about to be a free agent. Clay's coming up. He's going to be a free agent. Draymond, after that, going to be a free agent. So we don't know how long this is going to be happening. But we, we're kind of seeing – you can never call someone the second coming of a team like the Warriors. But there's a little bit of that – a little, a little clone there for sure with, with, with the Kings as far as having – your point guard that can really like lead everything. Darren Fox is a way different kind of player than Steph Curry, but he's that kind of franchise guy as far as being a leader and being someone that can take over. He's got a little star power to him too. Then you have your sharpshooter like Buddy Heald. I mean, is it someone? Is that a team kind of like, that you see as is a, a little Warriors two point ish in there? Yeah, I definitely think that. I think if you're gonna go after, if you're gonna model your game after any ball club, that would definitely be the team to do it. Yeah, uh, the best around, and you you know it's right in your backyard. Um, yeah, Buddy Hill's definitely a three-point specialist and, can, and an offensive player that can come in and drive the hole. And, and like you said, you know, Fox is just – I mean, he's just – he's special. He's got that yeah. star. Dude's quicker than Hickam. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> man. There's no doubt. And um, I, just think, I just think they're on their way up. I, I really do. And last year I, I wasn't really believing in it. You know, you know, they got the new stadium. I started to kind of watch a couple games here and there. But this year, like, definitely a lot, of, a lot more buzz, a lot more energy coming from them. And – they're definitely going to make a push. And as of right now, they're not in the playoffs, but they're right behind the Lakers for that eighth spot. And it'd just be hard for us to sit here and not talk about LeBron playing in May and into June. 
But this could be a real possibility that the Lakers do not make the playoffs this year. Uh, let me let me rephrase that. LeBron's not going to make the playoffs yeah, this year. We're used to the Lakers sucking, but yeah. uh, this year, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of uh, expectations for them, and uh, I think the the Kings could uh, kind of take it over. I mean, if you had to actually bet today, I mean, would you put your money on the Kings or put your money on the Lakers? I would definitely put my money on the Lakers only because Le- you can't doubt LeBron's greatness. You can't doubt him when it counts. He shows up. There's a, oh, there's always like there's always him complaining about the refs, his teammates who didn't do anything at the deadline. Everywhere he's been, he's always kind of had that voice, and everyone's always in the media, and all the fans are talking about how he, you know, he's a little high maintenance, obviously, and it's a little annoying. But like when it's time to put when the big lights come on, for the most part, he at least gets them there and at least makes a run. So it'd be hard for me not to bet on the Lakers. But I definitely think the Kings are going to compete for it. It's going to be dang close. Pretty no, it's, that's, that's the most depressingly true answer that you can think of. <laughs> Very it's, I mean, hands down. Give me a drink, though. Yeah. <laughs> Big ups, huh? But uh, it's, it's way too true. I mean, if you're going to bet on it, if you're going to do one of those things, one of those scenarios, I, I just can't say LeBron James is not going to be in the playoffs. It's not even about no. – I can't say that Contavious Call Pubs not going to be in the playoffs. I can't tell that LeBron James is not going to playoffs. That's what's so hard to actually think about. He's he's been just our you know rinse and repeat, just just stay set, set and forget. He's going to be there. You know, you, you close your eyes. Just like Tom Brady in football, they're going to be there. They're going to be in the in the chase for it. Yeah. Just just kind of accept it. I think what's crazy too, honestly, is it just shows how deep the West is. Yeah. I mean, from the four seed to the eleven seed in the Western Conference Finals right now, you really on any given night. Can pick like, hey, the the Kings can beat the Blazers right now. You never know. The, hey, the Lakers, they they might beat the Warriors. They might LeBron might have one of those days. Who, who knows? You know what I mean? But the East and the East is better. Like now that we have the Greek Freak is, has taken over in the East for sure. The Raptors with Kawhi, it's really fun. The Celtics, every once in a while, Kyrie can look like the best player on the planet sometimes. But you get past that four or five seed. You're looking at Brooklyn, Detroit, Charlotte, Orlando, Miami. No thanks. No, it's, it's pretty much a, a good, <laughs> a good freaking case of hot garbage. But that's 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 the weirdest thing about Kevin that. Walker is, in the well, you you look at the Cavs last year that made it to the finals, right? Would you take this Lakers team right now that LeBron's on that right now is not in, is not in the top eight seeds? Over that casting from last year, what would you do? Uh, Come on, I don't even know, man. That's tough. That team made the finals yeah, last year. That's tough. That's that's. that's and, and you would think, honestly, I, I I'm gonna pick the, pick that Lakers team. Yeah, me too. Me I, too. I, I agree. I agree. It's tough because like, but that team last year had no talent on it that LeBron had. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, no, they still yeah. made it to the finals. Yeah, he, he got them all the way. So like, going back to the original question, like you can't bet against them right now. Yeah, at least they got some young talent. You know, they got Ingram and, and all those guys that, that are that on any given night they could they could shoot the lights out. And Lonzo could be good, but you know his dad's too busy. Uh, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but no, the West is crazy deep though. Uh, just pivoting to the West now, looking at it, I mean one one through eight is is pretty legit. That's gonna give you fits every one through seven really is you know you got Warriors at one. Obviously, you got Nuggets who are very very good and deep team. Uh, you got Thunder at three, Blazers at four, Rockets five, Jazz, Spurs, Clippers. Then you got Kings and Lakers uh, kind of flirting with that 9-10. Clippers currently had the eighth seed as of tonight. Um, but, yeah, the, the West is just so deep. And then you got other teams kind of, you know, the Timberwolves and 
all the way down to the Pelicans and, and Mavericks. There's just competition all the way down, even to the non-playoff teams right now. Yeah, I mean, going back to that casting, you had LeBron, you had LeBron, and you LeBron had fifty. Dylan, 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 Dylan. Five best drivers of all time. <laughs> but I mean, you had LeBron, you had Kevin Love, who played fifty-nine games, seventeen point six a game. You know, sure, he still has it, but he's not. Minnesota fat Kevin Love that we all loved. I mean, he was... Oh, let him eat, man. He was so much better. The big let dog him eat, eat, bro. Let the big dog eat. I mean, you, you had 84-year-old Dwayne Wade. You had three foot nine Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas, you know. Yeah. And that team went to the finals. I mean, Isaiah Thomas, he, he didn't finish the, it with, with them. Uh, Dwayne Wade didn't finish it with them. But, I mean, it's just crazy that, like... That those guys were on that team at one point. You had team. Jordan Clarkson for Rodney Hood, Jeff Green, a freaking no leg Derrick Rose. What? I, that's what I'm. Larry Nance, Jay Crowder, J.R. Smith. Pass to him. I mean, come on. What that team made it to the finals? I thought we and, were tied, bro. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, d- does that you. obviously it shows how great LeBron is? Yeah. But I think it also shows how much different than the West is in the East. Right. And and. and just to kind of compare rosters here real quick. I got the Lakers roster pull up this year, going to your point about taking the Lakers this year. I mean, you got Lonzo Ball, you got Caldwell Pope, you got Tyson Chandler, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, LeBron, Kuzma, JaVale McGee, and then Rajon, Lance Stevenson. I mean, that's... that's it's not a good team, but, but no, I would take them in a four-game series over that Cavs team from last year. 100%. Because Rondo's won one before. Uh, Stevenson's been very close. I mean, you've had a lot of... It, obviously, McGee's won one. Um, a couple, and, and, and you got all these guys that are young. I mean, you could get these guys kind of on the same page for a couple. A lot of three guys on your team that have rings. So. I mean, yeah, it's, it's the meme team with JaVale and, uh, and Lance yeah. Stevenson. Shackless. But, yeah, I mean, it's... Shacked in a full. It's absolutely ridiculous what, like, <laughs> what Magic really put... The kind of roster that he put for Le- the first year LeBron. Yeah, to, very interesting. Yeah. I mean, you bring LeBron and, and your big signings are... Rondo, Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson, Michael Beasley, who's in China now. Yeah, uh, who ja- knows if he's even playing? He might just be enjoying the sights. Javale, who's a you know he's a he's a Warriors legend forever. But but again, come on, I mean it's just it's, it's now looking back at it, it's absolutely hilarious that that was like the off season was they tore down for for a while. They and LeBron was it was a thought for a while. It, you know, I mean. Look, the, the, the guy's a freaking Hollywood mogul already. He lives there. This He's got property out He's there. L.A. Braun yeah. and stuff. And, that, and that's great. But then that's the team he has right now. It's huh. wild. Oh, and that, for him being so competitive and so uh, used to winning and, and being close to being right on the Warriors' heels or whoever he comes into contact with, yeah. that has got to be so frustrating as a competitive like dude like him and just someone of that caliber that comes in and wants to win now. Yeah. This has got to be a really frustrating year. Yeah. The, the one thing that bugs me, though, like, we're about to get that, to that playoff stretch run and everything, and he just now recently is talking about, I'm going to get in the playoff mode and all this. Yeah, it's like you can't – you shouldn't you shouldn't what? do that. You can't turn what? the switch on and off like that. Uh, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that he didn't have an off switch. And no. He's, and he's dealt with some, some injuries, yeah. which is wild to say. Yeah. But can, I, can you ever imagine <laughs> Steph – or a KD, an MJ, any of these great, a Larry Bird or Aaron Bill, all right, play us mode, engage, I'm going to turn the switch on real yeah, quick. Yeah, and, and I get it. Like, the Warriors are so great that some nights they probably get bored and they let teams back in the game. Yeah. But they always, they, they never let them run away with it. No. Like, and, and if you get bored in a game and your reserves are in, you're getting some Gator, you're kind of, you're resting up a little bit. I mean, they, Seth will close. Yeah. Curry will close or Duran or Clay, whoever's hot. 
they will close and they will make it competitive and then they'll they'll take your they'll take it away from you. They a thousand percent get bored sometimes, yeah. which is how like, could you not? Which is just weird to say. And, 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 it is weird to say, but it's true. I mean, it's you true. see it, you see it. But I, I think the biggest thing is is just kind of the aesthetics of of LeBron saying like, "All right, playoff mode." And then last night or two nights ago, he calls out his teammates and and not being having any urgency. Then he's like, like well, you can't go, you can't say." I'm going to turn it on, and then now you're getting mad at your younger players for not having a sense of urgency when their yeah. their alpha dog, their alpha male leader, their championship leader, isn't in playoff mode. And but earlier in the year, he he, lit, break, he earlier in the year he literally said basketball is not the most important thing in life, which is not. But but, yeah, but it's then definitely not. but then yeah. once you're maybe not make the playoffs. You can't look at these guys that are younger than you or whatever and be like, is basketball the most important thing in your life? <laughs> if, if I'm on the team, I'd be like, leave your ego at the door. Come on. Hand yeah. raised in the yeah. back of the class. Yep. Pick on me. Mr. James. Uh-huh. Mr. James. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's not the most important thing for you either. No. And that's fine. Yeah. But you don't, can't go back. You can't don't be don't a freaking flip-flop yin and yang yeah, with me. You, you can't be on. a hypocrite even if you're LeBron James. No. No. But I mean... What we were just talking about, though, is we both right now would say he's going to be in. 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 And, and they'll probably I, make some noise. Yeah, hey. They might make it to the second round. The, King, the Kings, they're fun. Here we go. Yeah, and LeBron's in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's what we are going to expect. It's what we would put our money on. Anything just because it's, it's LeBron. And it just happens and happens. Like I was saying, it's that freaking well, rinse, yeah, rinse and repeat LeBron playoff. shampoo. I know I got a little more hair than him right now, but it's, it's playoff LeBron. He's, he's engaged, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my bad. The, the mode is on. The playoff mode is Speaking on. Speaking of the shampoo, the, secret, the, the mode on, do you think he's going to have any secret special what something in Space Jam 2? A little LeBron's secret stuff? Yeah. Instead of Michael's secret stuff, do you think he's going to have – what do you think is going to be his – it's, it's got to be something, man. They, hopefully it's some Rogan for that ball if did, Yeah, if you did a little uh, herbal <laughs> essence, uh, yeah. special stuff. Yeah, he's, he's washing away. <laughs> but no, uh, honestly, yeah, Space Jam 2. It's, it's coming out. It's, it's announced. On, a, on the biggest day coming up, it is on your 30th birthday. I already know what I'm going to be doing for my dirty 30th. Woo! I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be full... Full bore. I'm gonna be full Billy Madison. Oh yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the big guy. I'm gonna be having having the beard, the backwards hat, in in the in the, snack in the theater. Me me and my snack pack. I'll be right there. A, a bunch of thirteen. We'll get a six pack of snack packs. A bunch a bunch of uh, f- uh fourth graders. I mean, oh maybe maybe Miss Vaughn. Miss Libby. As Miss, well. Miss Libby. Bring the glue. And nib high football rules. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm still looking for that puppy. You're scared of the kids, lady. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but honestly, now that we have Space Jam two, that yeah. was. How, uh, look, I mean, we, we can go go talk freaking MJ LeBron, Space Jam 1, Space Jam 2, yeah. but I'm excited for it. Cause I'm excited too. I just want to see, you know, 2021, it's going to be, yeah, after a couple of years in LA, he's going to probably be, you know, the peak of his fame after two years in LA. It's going to be a perfect time for them to release it. And, you know, obviously the, nothing is ever good as the original. I don't care, even if we're talking about The Godfather, if we're talking about any kind of movie, Nothing is as never good as happens. the original. Never happens, but I'm ex- I'm I'm interested. I would watch. I think what I'm most interested. Whatever you want to do for your birthday, bro. Sorry, I'm just saying. I mean, maybe you're invited, so we'll see. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but what I'm honestly most interested in is seeing. <laughs> is it going to be kind of like like this the same thing as far as him versus the monsters? And if it is, what are the monsters going to be? It's going to be the warriors. Oh my god! <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna be it's gonna be an animated Durant. He's gonna be the tall blue guy. 
Draymond's going to be Sean Kemp's character, the big buff purple guy. And Curry's going Curry's gonna to be the small guy unless we want to put Isaiah Thomas in there. <laughs> back it up. Back it up. Go back it up. Let, let's look at the, at the original Monsters. Muggsy Bugs. Yeah. Larry Johnson. Charles Barkley. <laughs> the best one. Come Patrick on. Ewing. You got one more. And Sean Bradley. <laughs> yeah, there we go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is your Muggsy? Who's your Muggsy? Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah it Thomas. It has to be. Pure, just off pure height? <laughs> Only on pure height. Honestly, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, if you want, like, sometimes they typecast for a spot. That's he's the shortest guy in the NBA. It would be spot on, <laughs> absolutely hilarious, especially just with playing the, against LeBron. Especially what happened, especially with, with him being former teammates. Yeah. The way that it ended, where literally his last game, LeBron the game winner, he's high fiving other teammates. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas is trying to hug him, basically, yeah. like his little his little he's son. Dragging him, just dragging just, his half. Just get like, off me, Muggsy. Get off me. And, uh, okay, fine. We're gonna put down. We're gonna put down Isaiah Thomas. We're, yeah, we're, we're sure. gonna we're gonna yeah, throw. Let's do, okay, uh, we're gonna throw your listeners. Bone. We're doing a monster monster mock draft. <laughs> yeah, M- mock draft. Okay, Dalton, uh, you're on the clock. No, we we, we already we already went a Muggsy for Isaiah. Yeah, you're on the you're on the clock for your shooting guard. Oh, my shooting guard. So who's the two? I mean, their two was Sean Kemp at like three hundred pounds. The dude was a tank. Who's the Who's the other person? Sean Kemp wasn't even in the movie. What? Sean oh, Larry Johnson. Not... Sorry, Larry Johnson's a four. I'm drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> All right, Larry Johnson. Who's the Larry Johnson? Oh. Offensive, physical guy. He was obviously a great player. Do you know who who I wanted to be? Who and by then, and hopefully, it's actually just five of this guy. Zion Williamson. Ooh, nice. Just give me five. Nice comparison. I like that. It'll be five. It'll be five Zions. Yeah. It'll be five Zions versus LeBron. It'll all be Will about. Will shoes blow up in the movie? It'll too? be all about. <laughs> yeah. How Zion's now the next LeBron. Right. So, somehow, uh, LeBron's gonna gonna poison his own secret stuff. Give it to Zion. He's done. He's done. Simple man. in a movie. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. Give me a call, Clutch Sports. All right. Move, move over, Tarantino. But I, what I want to see, though, is who, the, who is to be the Charles Barkley? I don't know, man. I, I just think this movie is just such a terrible, terrible idea. The Warriors should be the monsters. It's the worst thing that happened to basketball. <laughs> Thanks, Charles. Um, how the hell did he get in here? Anyways, uh, I thought uh, it was an of two. I, I, yeah, I mean, all right. Well, that's a big three right there. Hey, right? big that's three. That's a big boy. That's Anyways, big boy. watch out for that golf swing. But, all, uh, all I want is, is uh, for it to be Blake Griffin. It's got to be Blake cause, Griffin. Because he's actually funny than LeBron. He is way funny And that's why it will not happen. Yeah. There's no way that he'll actually let him be on there no, because he, he would be, be good. Yeah. And he, He'd steal his thunder. LeBron's going to be a terrible actor. He was okay in Trainwreck. The fact that you have to say he was okay. In Trainwreck? <laughs> yeah. That movie was a train wreck. Amy yeah. Schumer is a train wreck. So anything, you know. Maybe it was just looking at the Lakers from a few years here. Train wreck. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I like what I like what you did there. You're a pretty punny guy. Anyways, but uh, who would be the Charles Barkley's? So he's not gonna, he's not gonna let. He's not gonna let Blake Griffin do it. Draymond. It should be Draymond, and and here's why because uh, so, <laughs> so so Draymond is signing with Clutch Sports, right? Which uh, recent is yeah, which LeBron. It's LeBron's agency. Okay, yeah. it's not. LeBron's agency, it's but, Rich but Paul, we, it's his guys, but it's LeBron's agency. LeBron's agency. So now what I actually want is the Monstars to be all the guys that are in LeBron's agency. It's not LeBron's agency. That are in clutch sports. Give me Draymond, Contavious Caldwell Pope. Absolutely. Give, give, me, me, a, uh, give me Ben Simmons. Oh. Maybe the whole time it's just a shooting practice for him. 
Yeah. You never know. Yeah, he needs to shoot outside of two feet. It'll be a four hour four hour movie. That'd be nice. And um but the big one though. The big one is is uh, who we should really include. Bronny James. Ooh. Nice, nice plot to us. Bronny James in in Space Jam two, two thousand and twenty one. Right. The dude right now is fourteen years old. Ooh. So by then he will be what? 16, 17, 16, 17 years old. Going on 17. I don't know when his birthday is, but... The new premise... It's probably on, it's probably <laughs> on your birthday. No, no, no. It's the day of the no. release. The premise of Space Jam 2. Bronny James picks his college team. Nice. I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Can you imagine that? Bronny, you, there's no colleges. In, you're not playing for the Or what if it just turns into a... I'm taking, my, I'm taking my talents to Duke. It just turns into a he-got game. Jesus Shuttlesworth. Denzel comes first, out Den, of the first Denzel. LeBron, LeBron's Denzel. Bronny, uh, Bronny starts to get some points on him. And then LeBron just swats his ass back into, back yeah. into Cleveland. <laughs> get back into Akron. What the, what the hell are we doing right now? I love it. Well, we're that's washed, good. so... We're washed. That, that's all right. We're but, um, that was so good. I love that. That's a, that's a solid, like, monster roster right there. So we had uh, basically a roster of 18. We got Bronny James. Yeah, that's a big roster. Got, it's an expansion roster. We got Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Draymond, yeah. Blake Griffin's not allowed. Blake Griffin's out. Isaiah Thomas is there for some reason. Because he's the shortest guy in the NBA. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, he's pretty short. He's, 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 not, he's not tall. He's not tall. He's not tall. So, um, that'll be Space Jam 2. That'll be Space Jam Get ready for it. Absolutely. July 16th. I know where I'll be. It's a huge day. Dalton, Billy, Madison, Johnson. Can't wait. <laughs> but, by that point, uh, LeBron, he might be a little washed. Yeah. We can't expect that. We can't He's got to slow down at some point. He's going to be 34 this year. Honestly, my favorite thing about LeBron this year is that there was a rumor that uh, – so when he was hurt for a little bit, that he, that he reached 280 pounds. And, uh, and all Too he, much Vino. All he posts on Instagram is wine night. And that, <laughs> that makes me so happy because it just reminds me that LeBron's a real person. And, yeah. that, and like, that's the best thing ever is like, oh, yeah, like – you can actually age normal. Yeah. You're, you're not this, this basketball robot. You can have too much wine, and you can be 280 pounds. Right. Like that, that's awesome. Which makes me happy one day. Like if if I'm walking around 280, which would be a big jump from that'd 170. Be, that'd, be, that'd be like two of you, over two of you. Well, yeah. math. But uh, <laughs> I did the research. Yeah, I looked it up at science. But, but I, I'm so happy that literally too much wine and, and having a good time can get LeBron to 280 and be having the wine sweats in, in LA. Just yeah, perfect. perfect. Makes me way happier. And he's not, I mean, it's, it's the first stage one of washed for right. sure. Stage he, one. Stage one to become a, a washed athlete. Yeah. Which honestly brings us to uh, the, oh, the biggest part of our, oh God, of our show week. every Jesus. week. It's uh, could be an honor, but uh, but this week it's not. It's uh, the Wash Athlete of the Week goes out to uh, the one, the only Aubrey Huff, and we got one message for you. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! It's a big boo for you, Aubrey. Boo! No, so so last week he he tried to compare himself after Machado d- does his ten-year, three hundred million dollar deal to the Padres. Hey, I- tries to tries to uh, compare himself to Machado with these kind of numbers. All right, here's the tweet at, at Aubrey Huff. Congrats to Manny, my first seven seasons versus Machado. Who are you signing? Well, if you're asking me, bro, I'm not signing you. Manny for sure. Anyways, average tied, 282. Home runs, Machado, 175 to 152. RBIs, Manny, 513. Aubrey Huff, 545. On-base percentage, 
Aubrey Huff 340, Manny 335, slugging 487, uh, Manny and 468 Huff. Identical stats, wish I was 10 years younger. Thought this would be fun comparison for the MLB fan. Uh, that is that is definitely not accurate at all as far as like who you who you would rather sign like the talent level is not even it's unquestionable and it's just like are you kidding me dude like what do you do like what do you what are you accomplishing by doing this I get it it's spring training it's time for the old heads to be reminiscing having, having a beer together talking oh. about the old yeah. stuff talking showing off the battle scars. Don't be Aubrey in the in the in the, in the rally just, thong. Just, just, just don't be Aubrey just don't don't be Aubrey don't do that. I mean, honestly, for Aubrey Huff to compare himself to Manny Machado, it's about as dumb as a racist old man that plays baseball pulling a red thong out of his ass during a parade. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was you. Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, that was Aubrey Huff. That, that works, that works. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But no, I mean, honestly, it just doesn't make sense. I hate when these no. old guys do this. Yeah. Like, look, we, we, we respect our washed athletes. Yeah. We, we are washed athletes. We are washed. It's, 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 it's always a till our lost athletes. Don't be, don't be this guy though. Honestly, like yeah. this is the problem sometimes with sports and with just these older guys that are always bringing down the the young guys. Are always bringing the next, bringing down the next generation. Dude, you had your time, yeah. and you were Aubrey Huff. Come on, man. Honestly, like it it's not fun when when these guys do that. No, it's all. not fun at all. It's it's such a bad comparison. You know, and then and then it just gives opens up the door for other guys to keep doing that. I think the biggest thing is he said. I think he actually like in the, in the tweet order was like, "Oh, congrats on the yeah." He's, first thing he said was congrats on the three hundred million. You're, that's not congrats. no. That's so back. If you start, if you start to compare yourself and, and and be like, "But where was my money?" Yeah, you're literally not saying you know, congrats. Why, like, don't be jealous, dude. Like he, he earned it. That's like looking at your wife and saying, "I love you, but but." Dot, dot, dot. It, it's not a good move. Yeah. It's, it's not going to end no. good any time. Never. And, and he was absolutely just flamed on Twitter, which made me so happy. Yeah, me too. I he lost all it. the hair that he had left, which was probably not much. No, and, and the funniest part is that so, so some guys were doing, uh, looking at like their war, their advanced stats, which Machado, surprise, surprise, is a lot better at than him. He's a shredder. And, and, he's, and he's literally like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about war, man. Like, I, I, give, I give all I care about his heart and hustle and hitting bombs. Like, yeah. All right, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, we, we get it. All right, relax, we, Captain America. Yeah, you, relax, you, dude. you played the game. You played hard. He was a good player. Keep, keep he a thought in your pants. He was solid. He was a fun was giant a, for a second. For, for one year. But then, yeah. that, and then it was just a nightmare after that. No, a literal, literal nightmare. Did you try reading this book? No. Don't. No. It's simple as that. Yeah. But no, I was I, cold last summer when I was camping. I used this. Kindling. <laughs> Real quick before we wrap it up, just a couple of things. Going into this big week, uh, I just want to do a quick shout out to all my Santa Rosa JC Bear Cub pitchers that are and uh, and hitters that are going to spring training. Uh, we got six, seven guys that are going to be in pro ball this year. Just want to give a quick shout out to you. Best of luck to you guys. Um, I'll be definitely watching and checking into you with some. Uh, just stay tuned for some potential guests down the road. May have a few guys on in the minor leagues and. Uh, just uh, really glad we got to get in here tonight and uh, share some thoughts with you. A lot of stuff going on in sports, and thanks for stopping in. Dalton, you got anything? Oh, right hey, there? that was episode two. Uh, reminder, don't be Aubrey Huff. <laughs> <laughs> reminder, Space Jam 2. Mark it on your calendars. Know what to do on my 30th birthday. You're all invited. Some of you. Anyways, but uh, hey, episode two, we're wrapping up real quick. Just want to say, please rate, review, give us that five star. Let us know what you, what you think. 
Follow us on, follow us on Twitter at, uh, at wash underscore pod. We're going to be back real soon. And uh, that's episode two. Stay washed. Later. Woo!